I was in there and a man pulled out an anal bead the size of a tangerine. I think it's pre lunchtime. What, what pre lunch? Oh, that was good. That was good. That was smooth. But at the same time, that's what we learn in acting classes. What is it? Kinetic or kinesthetic? I think it's kinesthetic. Kinesthetic energy. Well, it's just where we, I am you and you are me. And we are, we are Australian. I'll tell you what, we are more. We are more than that, aren't we? No, no, well, I'll tell you what, we're more than Australian. We are. We're Woe Free Lunch. Woe Free Lunch. Not the best podcast in Australia. The best podcast in the fucking world, Yes, mate. I was going to say Southern Equator. I think when you start treating this like Major League Baseball and mm. like the NFL and be like, yeah, it's the World Series. This is the world's best podcast. This, yeah, I feel like the world's best podcast is probably taken, but I yeah. reckon we could get really specific with it. I reckon we could be like, this is the best podcast. I think Australia is actually hacked because I honestly feel like, what's the best podcast in Australia? It'll be like fucking The Daily Oz or some shit. Yeah, it'll, you be, know what I mean. it'll be something that fucking, I don't know, Abby Chatfield yeah. is doing. But I reckon we could be the best podcast in like Indonesia. I reckon we could too. I reckon we work up to that. Yeah. Hi to our Indonesian fans. Salama Pagi. Salama Pagi. Love what you've done with the place. I saw an old Vegemite jar that went like a little bit viral this week. Did you yeah. see this? No, I didn't. Dude, on the label, it recommends that you put a teaspoon in uh, a glass of milk. This is like a Vegemite jar from like the 1940s. God damn. It goes, put a teaspoon of Vegemite in a jar of milk for, I think it said, a nutritious drink. Oh, yeah. It'll make you skinny, but that's because you have to throw everything <laughs> up. Oh my god, that's disgusting. That was advertised because now it's like you look at the the advertisement on the label. It's like make nachos with this or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? This was literally like fuck all that. <laughs> take a spoon, put it in the fucking veggie bite, get a fucking glass of milk and chuck that shit in there, and it's nutritious. And I tell you, it's nutritious. And that's it. Do you know why I reckon they did that? I reckon the year before that jar was made, Milo just came out. And they're like, we need to corner this market. Dude, how fucked up? How how much have you fucked up if you were trying to compete with Milo and you came up with Vegemite? <laughs> <laughs> like that is the that is that is like mistaking the salt for the sugar on like a corporate scale. Oh yes. Yes. And it, like at the end of the product, after all the R and R, like sorry, the fucking R and D has been done, they have the jars of Vegemite, millions ready to go out and they taste it and they go. You guys, you guys fucked up. You were supposed to put the sugar in this. You guys all put salt in here. And then they sent that out. Yeah, and th then some intern was like, you know what? I'm hungry. There's no butter in the fridge. So they just put a little bit on toast. And they're like, holy dooly. Comes running in, waving the toast as they're shutting the factory down. Yeah. Guys, guys, <laughs> wait, you, wait, you have to see this. And the general, like with the whole, like it's a whole, like it's like a Nazi or whatever. Just yeah. like with the thing, it's like, Better be good. <laughs> I'm about to sign right here. No, they've done that thing that's in uh, Schindler's List where the guy that decided to put in milk, they've got him on his knees and the gun won't go off. And they're like, like pulling it back, they're cocking the gun. They've replaced gun. The other gun won't go off. And then the guy comes in, guys, toast. It works Wait. on toast. Wait. And then the, the cinema thing, they all go like, you just hear, and the, the, right before he hits it, he's like, and everybody looks over and he's in the distance, like running in dust. The toast, put it on toast. <laughs> Fuck, in milk. Yeah. That's Dude, that I can't think of. But that's like putting soy sauce in a breaker. <laughs> like it's fucking, that's awful. 
I saw a recipe from 1952, which was a spam and pineapple jello pudding. Wow. So you make a clear gelatin mold mm. and you chop up spam and pineapple and you'd serve it with ketchup. Dude, that's fucked. And that was modern cooking. Dude, you know, and I don't, look, it was the 50s. Mm. You know, there is at least triple digits mm. the amount of women that made that for their husband. Yeah. And then, oh, disappeared. They <laughs> copped it. I've been spending all day working hard, and you served me a fucking goddamn gay pudding? <laughs> Ham and pineapple, woman, pick a side. Throws her into the wall. I read it in Women's Weekly. <laughs> He's like, give me my Vegemite with milk. Give me my Vegemite with milk. That's a man's dinner. <laughs> also, the kids look tired. Give them a cigarette. <laughs> we should do Vegemite with milk. We should try it. Mm-hmm. Man, I struggle to swallow the... The beer with the thought of that. Do we have to give it a go? Oh, it's gonna curdle, man. <laughs> Dude, it says it's a nutritious drink. And how dare you deny your forefathers? That is a fair point, but I will say back then the idea of what was nutritious was very different. They were like they they'd make stuff and it was like, full of sugar, what a growing kid needs. Yeah. You know, I saw that ad from the fifties that was like <laughs> it was like it took twenty-four minutes to evacuate the World Trade Center. Mm. If there was a fire, no one would survive. Asbestos, (laughs) the best choice. (laughs) Like so much disaster in one poster. Dude, I would love an alternate universe where where there's an ad that goes like, um, how many minutes did it take for 9-11 to come? 24. So it's like, it only took 24 minutes for the Twin Towers to come down. Only two minutes for beautiful Maggi noodles to be cooked <laughs> in the microwave. <laughs> I would love an alternate reality like that, wouldn't you, dude? <laughs> On September 11, 2001, Jonathan Jatz watched the World Trade Center's collapse and New York changed forever. Mm. But it gave him an idea. What if cheese was put in between each cracker? (laughs) Similar like a buffer between the towers that never occurred. On September 11, 2001, Jonathan Jatz invented the Cheese S'more Jatz Cracker. Available now. The alternative universe so, so. where everything is marketed using 911. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you tired of this happening? 911. Yeah. It's a picture of it's a it's a wheat big sad with a picture of the two towers and they go, "How many do you do?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, for real right now you put a button in front of me that says press that button you live in that universe for the rest of your life I press that button without you finishing the sentence dude you know who would capitalize so much off that marketing strategy Jenga <laughs> Jenga I'm missing a golden opportunity here <laughs> It would be great if in that universe, Jenga can't figure out how to advertise their board game. 
All right, guys, guys, guys. Right. It's like, <laughs> you go, you go. We need a new ad campaign. And because it's this universe, it needs to be based off 9-11. Now, remember, 9-11 is two buildings collapsing and changing everything. But the problem with Jenga is that it's something that collapses, but everyone has a good time. Yeah. I can't draw the connection here. Yeah, everyone, everyone just goes, hmm. Mm. Oh, how about this? Mm. How about we make the Jenga blocks flammable? <laughs> no, we told you this. Lighters can't melt wooden <laughs> beams. beams. All right. This cunt, seriously. Dude, yeah, in this universe, it's a booming advertisement business because everybody's figured out how to tie their shit back to 9-11. But Jenga has like a team of the best writers and they're like, I got nothing. <laughs> I'll be real. I've never been stumped once in my career. I'm stumped now. Man, this guy, this guy's the best of the best. He wrote all the advertising campaigns for the military. Yeah. And the advertising campaigns are, does this look fun? <laughs> <laughs> the military. Where you can do 9-11 every day. Nine eleven twenty four seven. 24-7, the military. <laughs> getting a copyright dispute with the most popular free day channel <laughs> like oh fuck <laughs> it's like the weather channel everyone's like oh <laughs> what 9-11 is <laughs> doing right yeah. I'm gonna go to the beach on Saturday I better look at 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> oh it's gonna be hot <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> turns out everything I heard about Saturday's weather was a lie. <laughs> Charlie Sheen gets on the telly. It's going to be sunny, guys. Tell the truth. <laughs> oh, poor 9-11. But anyway, we're calling an ice cream shop today. <laughs> yes, oh fuck, yes. We're going to call an ice cream shop. We meant to do that, what, 15 minutes ago? Yeah. Yeah, no, we're calling an ice cream shop today. We're calling today an ice cream shop today. Because who doesn't love ice cream for lunch? Ice cream for lunch is one of the forbidden pleasures. It is. I had ice cream for lunch yesterday. That's where I got Oh, my did idea. you actually? I did. I went to Cow and Moon, which for the record, Cow and Moon and Enmore, on Enmore Road in Sydney. Cow and Moon is who we're calling, yes? Yes. Yeah, right. Is hands down, without a doubt, the... It's the it's a world award winning gelato. It's wow! Fin Have you never been? No, nah, it'll it, it's genuinely on another level. It's okay. so good, um, and I just wanted another ice cream for lunch. So All I right. think that's who we're going to give it a buzz. Okay, I like that. I find I find that fancy ice creams um, pretentious. Mm. I, I find I find like the Messina and shit like that, where it's like fucking Dolce de Leche or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'm like, put it in English. You know what you know what I mean. I'm like, don't make me have to ask you what Dolce de Leche is, and I'm not getting out my phone for Google Translate. No, I <laughs> I'm just gonna do Baskin Robbins because they're honest. Baskin Robbins goes like, this is <laughs> Baskin Robbins will look you dead in the eye and go, what flavor is this? Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you'll just go, yeah, I'll have like a double scoop of that. <laughs> That's how fucking disrespectful Baskin Robbins is, but it's upfront. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they offer those uh, like shakes. We can add like four different flavors. Yeah, and it's like, what do they taste like? Nothing. Yeah, but you love it. You love it. It's just like sugary dog shit. Do you want a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
That's it. They go. They give you just like six liters of milk that tastes like slightly tinted chocolate. Yeah. And then they go like, why don't you get a hot dog as well, fatty? <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I went to a bathhouse in Osaka? No. Tell me. I went to a bathhouse in Osaka with my brother. And oh. it's this place called uh, oh, Spa World. Mm. Spa World. And it's oh, yeah, nice. five levels of spas, mm-hmm. and they're gendered, obviously, but you have to be naked. It's very disrespectful to be wearing board shorts, as a big, fat Chinese-American man found out. Mm-hmm. So we're walking through. I got bright, fluorescent pubes, right? Mm-hmm. They're bright red. You didn't shave before you went to the Japanese bathhouse? No. Dude, I was 17. I was just like, I'm not shaving. So it's not disrespectful to show up just bushed up. But it is disrespectful for board shorts. Yes. That is so interesting. Everyone is bushed up. Everyone's bushed up? Everyone was bushed up. Everyone, you're telling me everyone's got a fat bush. Everyone that we saw had a fat bush, or at the very least, a thick mane. Oh okay? my God. And I was. That to me is more disrespectful. <laughs> Neaten up your ball sack. We're getting Shame, in the jacuzzi dude, together. Get sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah, like, do something. It's supposed to be like a, like a communal thing. Don't make me look at your pubes. Yeah, but at the same time, let's be fair here Japanese people, men in particular, they're not hairy. So they sure. keep it where they get it. Do you know what I mean? Top sure. of the head, okay. crotch region. Yeah. Just the straightest pubes. A very. Do they have straight pubes in real life? Yeah, it's kind of just bushy. Yeah. You grow out anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're walking around and everyone is staring at us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Are you wearing, and you're not wearing board shorts? No, we're not wearing anything. Like, uh, we're just walking around. There's easily, easily 200 men in this complex. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like 40 different spas, all different themed. There was a Norwegian ice bath. Oh my God. And it was all log cabins. And then you'd go to another one and it was like a Greco-Roman style. This sounds amazing. It was, sincerely, it was breathtakingly beautiful and opulent. It's so crazy. Like, it's like, that's breathtakingly beautiful, but there's just like so many dicks around you at the same time. Dude, old dicks. Yeah, old I can dicks. picture. At, but at the same time, there was a Japanese football team that walked in. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. that was a sit down moment. Yeah. I was like, we're sitting down. I'm under the water right now. Yeah, because you just got fucking 11 to 15 beefy, really fit Japanese football players uh-huh. walking around naked. Oh, because you, you were starting to get them bricked up. Yeah, I was starting to brick up. Oh. And I was like, this is so not appropriate. Whoa. And I did so. Yeah, how are boners received in those bathhouses? Very terribly. Yeah? Very terribly. Oh, yes. No, you don't get a boner in the bathhouse. That Bro, is. Whoa. The rules are so backwards. <laughs> They're just particular. But it's just like, it just sounds like they were making it up on the spot. It's like, okay, I'm going to wear board shorts. No board shorts. It's like, all right, fine. But I could come bushed up. Yes. It's like, all right, what if I crack a stiff? Can I fucking have a stiffy, dude? Also, if you've got tattoos, we will arrest you. Yeah. That too. It's just like, dude, how the fuck? Do they give you a pamphlet before you enter? Like, how did you find oh, yeah. all this out? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, oh, have, okay. they have like a, a, um, a foreign guests etiquette guide. Oh, okay. Here's what you need to do. And then you get a credit system. So instead of having to carry cash on you, because you don't don't have any pockets except for your butthole. So they give you like a credit system. You pre-buy, you scan a wrist thing. And so in this whole complex, you were also able to get a massage. They had like a full masseuse thing. And I also bricked up there as well. Please bear in mind I was 17. And she was like, you you turn over. And I'm like, nope, I am not turning over. Holy shit. Stay on the back, please. You didn't turn over. I didn't turn over. And I got ripped off because I didn't realize I went in for a massage, mm-hmm. but I ordered like the, we'll give you a nice full body massage. 
You know, like they work everything. They put a towel over you. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm like, no, you are a, you are an absolute smoke show. Right. Very beautiful Japanese woman. Yeah. And I was like, I am staying face so, down. So basically, this story is about how you just got hard as fuck and stayed hard in a Japanese bathhouse. You're like, you'll never believe what happened then. I got fucking hard again. <laughs> it's like every two rooms, like, and I got fucking hard. Dude, I walked into this one. It was all Egyptian themed pyramid. Boner. Well, that's a big Love boner. It. So naturally, I got fucking hard. <laughs> 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 you know how it is naturally this is crazy bro take a break holy fuck oh, well, hold after on. the first bone now i go i have to go i'm not going to the, i'm like what's in the next room i'm like sorry i'm taking my things I'll, I'll level with you that was not the point of the story okay what was the point of the story the point of the story is we go in and mm-hmm. everyone's got the dicks out everyone's staring at us because mm-hmm. we're so ned and i are so white and mm-hmm. so red mm-hmm. but then i'm staring back you can't not Look at everyone. There's so many people. Mm. I was 17. I just started puberty. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to make a very broad sweeping generalization here. Mm-hmm. I have never felt better about myself. Yeah? Oh, dude. Well, so they were looking at you like, oh, how is it possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big Viking <laughs> cocker. <laughs> and when they said that, naturally, I, I, I bricked up. <laughs> And it was a weird thing because everyone was naked. The dude wearing board shorts, uh, who was only in there for maybe 15, 20 minutes from when I saw before he was politely asked to leave because he walked in wearing board shorts and a fucking rashy. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's embarrassing. And even bro. Ned and I were like, what the fuck is that idiot doing? No, this isn't Bondi Beach, bro. You can't get away with yeah, that shit. It's like the immediately you create the new normal. Mm. That guy's the fucking... And it was it was like, I get why this is offensive. This actually feels really... De- <laughs> right, because you all put your dicks on the line and this pussy comes in and he's like, no. It's like, fuck you, dude. All that yeah. dicks are out. And I think everyone was really upset. I think the reason it got such a visceral reaction, because if he was just a big American, uh-huh. people would be like, this fucking foreigner. But this man was Chinese American. Mm. And I know that's different. But at the same time, you're still, you're still looking at the Asian world and it's a whole like... You should, not only are you an idiot, you should fucking know better, man. We've been yeah. fighting each other for 150 years. Yeah. Are you making a statement? Yeah, cunt? get your dick out. Yeah. And obviously, you know, when he took his clothes off, naturally, I bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all started chanting, that's what we want. That's what we want. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's incredible. I thought the board short rule would be polite. Because they wear masks. Yeah. I mean... See how backwards that... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they wear masks in public in case they're sick, but mm-hmm. what if you have a little dick? You're not allowed to wear board shorts? That is not a problem over there. <laughs> it's just it's just not a problem. It's accepted. Uh, but you came in swinging. They were like, oh my God, the LeBron the Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were like, our guys hitting the Welsh average, and they're like, must it be from the NBA? Dude, I'm so jealous of gay dudes for like the, um, like how you were talking about how it's re- like steadily available, mm. right? Readily available, rather. Because I was talking to uh, a gay buddy. We were in an Uber in the valley. Yeah. And he pointed out a sex store to me, and he was like, you see it, that sex store right there? I was like, yeah, what? This is. you might know it. It's like literally on the corner in the valley. Yeah, upstairs. Yeah. He's like, there's a sex maze for gay men in there. Mm. You know about the sex maze? I don't know about the sex maze. Dude, what are you doing in the sex maze? 
Have you been to the sex maze? Do you want to know why I haven't been in the sex maze? I would love to know why you haven't been in the sex maze. It is the worst reviewed sex maze in (laughs) Brisbane. The den. The den. That's what it's called. That's it. So you're telling me people are are leaving the sex maze way too soon because it was too easy of a maze and they're going on Yelp and being like, this was bullshit. Yep. They go on the brothel equivalent of Yelp, like for gay men, because there's a couple of gay bathhouses and shit in Brisbane. Right. And some of them are very well reviewed. I've never mm-hmm. been to one. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, if I'm being honest, like that is a little bit of a bucket list item for me. I'm like, I wouldn't mind. I'd check that out. Sounds like gay fun. Sex maze. Gay sex maze. Gay sex maze. Bungee jumping. Gay sex maze. <laughs> Running <What>? with the bulls. <laughs> Dude, you know that movie fucking bucket list with like Morgan Freeman and those two yeah, other yeah, old yeah. actors? That would be Michael great. Caine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Caine's like, how about we try for a gay sex maze? I've never been noshed off in a hole in the wall. I like to do that if that's all right with like, you. How about we go to the den? Michael Caine goes, oh, it's bloody bullshit, the <laughs> den. <laughs> okay. I promised your father <laughs> I would never go to the den. <laughs> I failed him. Yeah, I failed him. I failed oh, him. Oh, when? <laughs> oh, when? I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> But it's a it's a bucket list item to you. Yeah. (laughs) I was in there and a man pulled out an anal bead. The size size of a a tangerine. tangerine. (laughs) (laughs) We can end the podcast there. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the worst den review I read a few years ago now? Yeah, well, I was going to say, should we look up some den reviews? Let's look up some reviews of the den. <gasps> this is perfect for our new segment, Brisbane Watch. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new segment, by the way. Hello, everybody. We haven't said hi to you yet. Um, we're we're trying a new segment called Brisbane Watch because we're both from Brisbane. We're both Brisbane boys, and we want to check in with our home city every now and again. And if you've never been to Brisbane or you're not from Brisbane, it's important to know that Brisbane is very much the Brisbane and Gold Coast, Florida of Australia. Yeah, it's it's very like incongruous because Queensland gets called the Texas of Australia. Yes. But Brisbane and Gold Coast are always like where the fuck news articles come from. And that's where we grew up. Yeah. And we we get homesick. So we're trying another one. Let's do it together. The segment is called Brisbane, Brisbane Watch. Watch. Jesus, bro, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so it's currently sitting on a 2.7 audience rating. Out of what? Out of five. Okay. On Travel Gang. So it's hitting a, a C, a C plus. It's hitting a C plus. So hold on, let me get rid of these ads. Okay. Okay, so this this is, this is review is by, um, uh, um, I assume, a man called Straight. And this is actually a nice sort of positive review. Okay. So I think we need to we need to obviously have a good spread. Mm-hmm. Had fun. First time to this place this morning. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, obviously. Before brekkie. On the commute. <laughs> On the commute. <laughs> On the commute. Dude, break up your nine to five. Do you know what I mean? Take the 410 before you get into the office, <laughs> hit the den. Lou Snap, you got a big meeting tomorrow. Some people go to the pools. I hit the gay sex maze. All right. First time to this place this morning. There was this crossdresser that was absolutely smoking. Now I just went in there to get a BJ. <laughs> but this almost she male. Oh, oh my Christ. god! Fuck, dude. 
Queensland, this is the perfect example of Queensland because it's a gay guy, but yeah. he's in Queensland. Yes. So he still has like, he still has like the, uh, like incorrect term. Like he still has the terms from 10 years ago. Yes. So he's, he's part of the community, but he's like, yeah, I'm a fag. You know what I mean? See, you say that, but his name is straight. His name is straight. Yeah. That's the name of the, what he put as a comment. On. Okay. That's crazy. Cause that's literally the gayest username you can have. It really is. Now, I just went in there to get a BJ, but this almost shemale there took my breath away. We did everything you could think of. Oh my God. If I wasn't soft, I would have done it BB. Done it BB? What does that mean? I have no idea. I would have done, done it, it bareback. Back. Oh, he would have gave it to her raw. Oh, That's what okay. he meant. If he wasn't if soft. If he wasn't soft. So, what, what, one second. He said we did everything you could imagine. He's about to explain. Okay. I had drank too much alcohol and could not finish. Oh, yeah. So in the, in the morning. Yeah, first oh in the morning. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. So in the end, she came on my face, and the best thing was she licked it clean. Wow. It was the best night I had for a while. I hope to see her again tomorrow night. Man, this boy is getting some. Dude, so far, the Dan actually sounds lit. This sounds sick. All right. This isn't bad. All right. So, Okay. Next one, mm -hmm. Paul. All right, Paul, hit me. Very disappointing. No, damn. The staff who run the club should visit some quality SOPVs in the States or in Europe to see how it is done. Cleaning is, on, is an ongoing chore and it can't just be done prior to opening. The air conditioning was on the blink, so it was hot as hell. The men in the club, dirty and smelly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this they're is stuck in the maze, bro. They're stuck in the maze, dude. They're trapped. And also, I think if it's too clean, you can find your way out of the maze. Yeah, exactly. All right. Mike, honest review. Mm -hmm. Went there at night. The place was not clean and there were no lube or condoms. So bring your own as I did. Started mm -hmm. at the glory holes, but gave up as no one was wearing a condom and most weren't clean. Walked around looking for clean looking men who weren't drunk. This took a while. Found someone I liked, but was frustrated when others tried to join in and played up when I told them off. Besides my bad expectation with the crowd, the facilities were not much to write home about. The hygiene was poor. Funny enough, I found an asbestos register while I was there. <laughs> and the place was riddled with it. Can't say I will return because the club could have been good for glory holes and hot fun. I'm not the kind of person to complain much. <laughs> I would say he's being reasonable. I would say dirty dicks and asbestos. Yeah, I'd leave a review as well. Oh my God. All what? right. What? All right. I think that might be the... Oh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. This is actually just... This is a one more bad review. Mm. Oh, hold on. No, we're going to do two. We're going to do right. two more. Last two. Um, This is from Ray who says... Mm. Dirty. Oh. Dirty, filthy, no soap or toilet paper. My shoes kept sticking to the floor. I don't think the place has been clean for a year. There was only one very large old man who was asleep snoring. The guy at the counter was Dude, very you gotta get rude. the pokey whistle to wake him up. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> how long has this guy been lost in the maze? Do you know what I mean? I've been searching for the exit for four weeks. I need a nap. He's like, it's been so long that I came across another man. Instead of fucking him, I ate him. 
I still haven't figured it out. This is like a deleted scene from Lost. I don't know how the fuck to get out of here. Um, zero stars. When I got in there and got to the end of the maze, there was a man sitting atop a throne made out of human bones, drinking yeah. from a skull. And then you see the guy, the guy that with the, the guy that was stuck in there forever. He's like zero stars. When I got in there, it was 2019. <laughs> it's like. I still haven't figured it out, but I've gotten some McDonald's Wi-Fi reception to write this review. Someone please send help. I'm gay and I'm lost. I'm gay and I'm lost. Second part, way more important. Dude, that is a reality show. Gay and lost. Gay and lost at the den. 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 That would be, I would would 100% watch that way more than Love Island. Oh yeah, so would I. You get a bunch of gay dudes in. Yeah. You make it a sex on premises venue, which is what SOPV stands for. Yep, got it. And then instead of it being like, you can't fuck each other, mm. you have to you have fuck. You have to fuck each other. Because the key to the locked door is in someone's butthole. <laughs> That's how you get out. And also, no condoms and you're not allowed to shower. Yeah. That seems to be the theme here. Sign this. It's about the asbestos. And then... <laughs> This is a 72-page NDA we really need you to sign. It's really a time trial. It's like, who gets knocked out by the asbestos first? Dude, I would gay and lost. Gay and lost at the den, sponsored by UE Personal Health Insurance. I, I feel for these guys, because you're going to show up to a gay sex maze and not shower beforehand? I do not understand that at all. Like, how do you have no shame? Yeah. Dude, it's a it's like first off, it's a maze. So you're going to be in there for a bit. Yeah, you're going to be trapped. I would say a big part of the draw is it's there's going to be gay sex. So you probably not, like dude, if I think I might might have like a 1 in 10 chance of having sex that night, I'll go out and buy new cologne. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I do the full thing. Yeah. Right? But these dudes 100% chance of having sex that night and they're like I'll just go straight from work. Dude, if I have a... if I, <laughs> I went on the job site for 14 hours. These guys yeah. are into dudes. I'm a fucking bloke, mate. Yeah. Suck my sweaty hive's cock. You fucking coward. Dude. I yeah. don't know where the exits are either. <laughs> just do it. Dude. I just feel like that's the most disrespectful thing. I feel for him. I really feel for him because it sounds like it would be a, a like a really fun experience. Mm. It sounds like you would go in the gay sex maze. You're like, dude, this is gonna be wild. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna cop a bunch of dicks. They're gonna be in every direction, mm. and it's a maze, so it's like an escape room of dicks. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that yes. sounds exciting. I was like, oh my god, that would be crazy. But then you show up and it's everyone sort of just like hasn't washed their balls. Yeah. You run into a dude in the gay sex maze who still has his KFC uniform on. And you're yeah. like, bro. Dude, there's chicken under your force. You smell like dude. gravy. <laughs> dude, honestly, that's more of a turn off than the chicken under the foreskin thing. I'm like the smell of a grease trap on anyone. Yeah, dude. You're like, that's Ugh. disgusting. You Fuck. smell like pre-mixed gravy. Dude, you're about to finish inside me and I can see your manager of the month badge. Yeah. He's Fucking- like, did you just come? He's like, sorry, some potato fell off my ear. I don't know how it... <laughs> I don't know how that got in there. <laughs> Please, can we try again? Okay, well, eventually we'll head to the den. 
together. We'll head to the den together. We'll head to the den together. Here's, <laughs> here's, okay, so here's what I reckon. Trying to find a free lunch in the den. <laughs> here's what I reckon. Here's how I, this is our plan of attack for that, I reckon. Okay. We will need to tag team in and out. Yeah. I'll go in. And then I'm, I'm I was like, picturing a more like a Mario Kart situation. You know that game where it's Mario Kart, but there's two characters on the same cart. Right. I, basically, I'm just. Do you want to go in wearing a cardboard car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but here's the deal, all right? You're, I'm just watching your six, is what I'm saying. You're no, you're in the front. I'm in the front. You're in the front. I'm in the back because there, there's we're gonna come out a hole where the the petrol nozzle is. Oh yeah. And that way. I can get sucked off and you don't even have to watch. That's cool. I can just stand there <laughs> with my hazard lights on. Yeah. You have to make idling car noises. Sorry. Sorry. Just, Sorry. Go, <laughs> just, go, just go around. Go around. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Can you give can you give him a push? That's gotta be the straightest thing you can do in a gay sex space <laughs> is pretend you're a car. <laughs> just stand there going. <laughs> Wait, is the goal of this experiment to end up in a bad review on travelgay.com? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. So we can look up a review and be like, there were two dudes in a, a to be fair, very realistic Mario Kart cutout. It's just making noises while one guy was getting sucked off in the back. <laughs> oh. Real quick. Yeah. Um, oh, two things. Do we want to talk about work wives? What was the second thing? The second thing was the whale. Let's talk about work wives and then lead into the whale. Okay, because I still have a game that I want to play. With yes, the no, no, no. I remember saying that. Please, let's play it. All right. Um, you can't trust people that have work wives. Yes, that's what you were saying. You can't trust people that have work wives. I agree. And this is what I was saying to you before about work wives is I'll have a work wife when they let me have an anime body pillow into work. I think that's a, that's a real... I mean... There's already plenty. I used to work in an office mm -hmm. that was Wednesdays was bring your dog into work day. I was about to say. You can bring your fucking dog in. Yeah. Your shit's on the floor. Yeah. And you know what? I'm all down for dog pats, but I have KPIs. Yeah. And more importantly than KPIs, I have Capoeiro. Capo. <laughs> That's her name. Capoeiro. <laughs> I have Capoeiro. She is Japanese Mexican. <laughs> this is my, because it's like, yeah, fucking, dude, your dog shits on the floor. Mm. My anime body pillow wife, she just stands there looking kawaii. Yeah, she doesn't shit at all. She doesn't shit at all. She's fine. It's half of the reason I love her. <laughs> she just stands there looking kawaii. Do you know what you'd have to double down as? You don't bring her for a little while, and then you bring in a different body pillow. Yeah. Oh, this is Akira? Yeah. Uh, I broke up with Capoeira. Yeah, Capoeira's series got cancelled. Yeah, it was really rough. Yeah. She, uh, she left me for another dance fighter. <laughs> anyway, I've got Akira now. She doesn't talk much. Yeah. Except the problem with this one is she does shit. <laughs> but you're doing a more immersive experience. So like you always you really bring a cake and you make the shit. And then you're like, Akira, I'm trying to make a good impression. Yeah. yeah people are like, oh my God. You're like, I'm trying to make it real for myself. Can you give me a fucking break? Akira, that was not kawaii. All right. You just you you pull her aside and you like it's just just you had my body pillow in the corner of the office going hunger in the right hunger you're speaking fluent Japanese too hunger in the hunger and then they just you get angry and angry in the kitchenette 
as your toast pops, being so destiny. And they just lean out. Sorry, guys. Sorry. 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 <laughs> fucking Akira's being a real fucking bitch. She's again. being a nightmare. The old ball and chain. Am I right? Hunger in the jungle. Now, I wanted to talk to you about um, Brendan Fraser's new movie. Yes, The Whale. The Whale. Uh, this is the one that he got a mad standing ovation for. Mm-hmm. Won right? an award for it as well. Did he win an award? What is it, the Saturn Awards? It's like one of the independent oh, film shit. awards. Good for him, dude. Yeah. Dude, uh, that man has always been a legend to everyone. Yeah. And why he disappeared is so sad. It is sad. It is sad. Because he was, everybody loved Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Everybody loved him, dude. dude. The Mummy was an all-time classic. And you know what? The third one, not very good. He's still great He's still great. He's so charming. Oh, and funny, dude. But it's nice. I reckon it's cool to see him back, right? It is. Can I read you, because I was reading up on it, can I read you the description of the movie? Of course. Because I didn't know it, right? I know. I know limited facts. I've seen the trailer, but the trailer doesn't give away too much. No, the trailer doesn't give away a lot, honestly. And I just thought... When I read the description, I was like, how the fuck do you even come up with this? Yeah. And what? How, how do you tie all these loops together? But anyway, this is the description. Ready? Fraser plays a 270 kilo English teacher named Charlie who suffers from morbid obesity and is struggling to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter played by Stranger Things star Sadie Sink. After abandoning his wife and child for a gay lover... The movie also stars Hong Chow, Samantha Morton, and Ty Simpkins. Tell me that doesn't sound like A24 just played a game of Mad Libs with this fucking plot. I think so. They named, like, there was like eight different problems in there. Yeah. Because, okay, this is how I think they did this. They went, let's make a movie about the fattest cunt alive. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like, yeah. Yeah, And then someone at A24 went, hold on. Yeah. That's not our brand. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. We did needless details. Needless details. Um, okay, he's gay, but they never won the boardrooms. <laughs> but he's still really fat. <laughs> Is this going to be a problem? No, no. It's an uplifting story about right. the, the concept of body positivity. I need a whiteboard. I need a whiteboard. And then an intern brings a whiteboard. He's like, "Yeah, right, fat gay guy on the whiteboard. We'll go from there." <laughs> Also, just for diversity's sake, his daughter is going to be a fucking ginger. Yeah. All right. Let's just get all the beaten down people in the world. Who's someone that no one remembers from Stranger Things? Sadie Sink. Cool. Get her. She's the daughter. And then some dude's just like, actually, I remember her. Thank God she's 19. (laughs) And I was like, we're going to turn that feeling into a movie as well later. It's all going to be black and white. So this is what I'm saying, is it's just turned into like, because well, look, A24 has some misses, they have some hits, but it always feels like they're just pulling topics out of a hat one after the other. Even Midsummer, which is very good. It's like, it's a horror movie about a cult. Oh, fuck. It's bright and sunny. Yay! Yay! Yeah. It's just, yeah, exactly. It's just uh, different sometimes for the sake of just being like different. Yeah. Right? And I wanted to play a game with you. All right. I wrote some Mad Libs. Okay. For how to write an A24 film. Okay. I need your help to give me the the suggestions. Uh-huh. 
and then we're going to work it out together. All right. This is the new A24 film. I love this. All right. I reckon this is as accurate as you can get. All right. I need an actor that's never the lead, but you've seen around. Um, let's Okay. Let's mix it up a little. Let's go with that is never the lead, but is always around. Karen Gillan. Great. Religion? Uh, Buddhist. I need a marginalized group. Um, Pakistanis. <laughs> I need a middle or working class occupation. Uh, bricklayer. I need a, a condition of some sort, mental or physical. Um, cerebral palsy. <laughs> I'm smelling. I'm starting to smell an Oscar here. I need a deep personal existential problem. Um, terif- uh Okay. Ooh, hold on. <gasps> Believes in ghosts and has had like ghost experiences. Um. Uh, a fear of ghosts. Fear of ghosts. Or do you want to change that? Um, if there can be like fear of ghosts after spiritual experience. <laughs> sure, why not? After any kind of spiritual experience, a terrifying one. What do you think? After, after. No, no, stop. Okay, quick adjustment. Mm-hmm. Fear of the occult. Fear of the occult. Anything else? Nope. Just fear of the occult. Yes. All right. I need a big city. Uh, Paris. I need a small town. Doesn't have to be in the same country. Maine. Maine. I need a uh, gender identity. Non-binary trans mask. (laughs) I need a family member. Second cousin. And I need an amount of time. 17 years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A musician right now that's considered very cool. 21 Savage. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Give me a second. Can you hold my microphone while yeah, I format course. this? All right. Ready? Hit me. Th- this is the new A24 Wait, well, Hold film. on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Ding. Oh, for, for Jesus. You again. Okay. Um. <sighs> what is it? Look, I know I fucked up with a lot of my last ideas. Mm-hmm. I know they're a little bit too big headed. Yep. I know I'm new here. Yep. Hear me out. You have 30 seconds. You push the emergency stop button. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. Hear me out. Okay. Karen Gillan plays a Buddhist Pakistani bricklayer with cerebral palsy. (laughs) 
Struggling to come to grips with the fear of the occult, she moves from Paris to Maine to reconnect with her non-binary trans mask second cousin who has just been given 17 years to live. Soundtrack by 21 Savage. You got a deal. <laughs> Oscar. Fuck. That's it. We just wrote an Oscar, dude. Oh, dude, we wrote two Oscars, at least an Emmy. Do you know what I mean? That is a little bit of a bulletproof formula. If you took that seriously, I actually don't think that's a bad story writing formula. This is what I was like. It's so simple. It's really simple. Because like after reading the whale thing, I was like, you guys are just throwing darts at topics. Oh, yeah. That's how you write movies now. You ever been to a church where they speak in tongues? No, no. That's fucking wild. Okay. I, do you believe that? Okay. I have a really fun explanation for this. I did. And I saw it as an eternal... Um, essence of truth with the existence of the christian god Mm -hmm. because you speak in tongues Mm -hmm. this actually this for me is the first marker where i I really started to lose my religion Mm -hmm. because i thought when you speak in tongues as they say god inhabits you yeah and And all god wants to say is (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, all god's going God still thinks you're an idiot. God's like, watch this, all right? No, God's just a silly goose. He's like, come down from heaven just for one second. It inhabits your body, dude. Just I'm out. And then everyone's like, oh my God, he took over. You had a whole experience. God's up there high fiving the angels. Just Shut like, up. Dude, that made Steve look like a fucking <laughs> idiot. That guy has a job. Spend Sunday, 830 to 845 going. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm saying. He's like, oh, he's speaking through. He's like, no, he's making fun of you. He's making fun of you. It's hilarious. He literally went, hey, Stephen sounds like this. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's God in the morning. And then God has a few beers and goes, what are we doing to the Jews today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, what are we doing to my people? God has a beer. He goes, crazy idea. AIDS. <laughs> And the angels are like, God, I swear to God, I would advise against this. Yeah. And he's like, who's the boss? Yeah. Remember this morning I was a little guy? You, we all love that. In the morning, he was like, look at these fucking stupid little mud people. Mm. Let's inhabit them. I tell you what, let's work away where they get heaps of money and they build a fancy church and, and the guy that runs it wears a stupid little hat. <laughs> yeah. Has yeah. a fucking fat blunt and goes, two words, black Play. <laughs> Let's go. That's what I'm saying. I think God has like a Steve Wozniak. Oh yeah. Like our Steve Jobs had Steve Wozniak who made all the hardware. I think God had a Steve Wozniak, like a little Jew. Yeah. <laughs> a little Jew. Yeah, Moses. You're talking about Moses. God had God had like a like a shadow shadow partner yeah. who made all the hardware. Like he made Earth, he made the universe. And then God went, How do I make this fun? God's walking around in eternal naked sneakers. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's like, all right. Okay, how about this, right? You got the sun. I love it. It's good. I want it to go up and down. Yeah. Can you make it go up and down? It's not please? user-friendly just saying up. It's just saying it doesn't work, all right? They yeah. all cook up and down every day. Yeah. And, and the dude's just like, fuck, I'm not going to see right. my family for years. <laughs> oh, my God. Up and down? Oh, and that's... Oh, dude, that's how the relationship broke down. Yeah. Steve Wozniak comes in and just goes, where are the dinosaurs? And God's like, we got rid of them. We needed to condense. Yeah. I worked. We're downsizing. I worked 250 million years on them. Mm. And they're like, sorry, mate. 
Sorry, brother. Earth 2.0 doesn't have dinosaurs. You know those things that throw poop at each other? We're working with these now. Yeah. It's the future. <laughs> and the hardest part is gold was right. Yeah. It's like I told you to work yeah. out. Yeah. So I feel like there would be like someone that worked really hard on all the insides. Mm. And then some guy was just like, yeah, we're getting rid of all of that shit. Make them non-binary. We worked really hard on the binary gender thing. It was like, well, if you look right from the start, there were defects in that to begin with. Yeah. Okay. You say that. But statistically, one in ten were genetically both. So yeah. here we are. We're doing this now. We're making the move towards shorter form of content. Make more children die. <laughs> Short form content. We're looking at two to 12 years. Okay? We need more children deaths. Nice and quick. Nice and quick. <laughs> All right. All right. I think it's time to try and get a free lunch. Let's do it, baby. We're back. Um, now, After a hot win from Char Grill Charlie's. A hot win. A free lunch obtained. Let's see if we can find form. I have a little bit of a curveball here for this one. Mm -hmm. Hello, Calumun Alex speaking. Hello, Alex. You're speaking with Sam and also Alex. Hey, mate. From the Wall Free Lunch podcast. We run a subjectively and arguably very successful podcast where we try to get a free lunch. And you guys make some of the best gelato and ice cream in the world. And who doesn't love ice cream for lunch? So we were wondering if we might be able to come in at one point and either get a free lunch or pass a free ice cream onto one of your patrons. Hmm, well, I'll have to ask about that real quick. That's no problems, totally man. Right. Sure thing. Thank you, bro. Uh, sorry, guys. I think you've got a call in the morning and ask the managers about that. Who's the... Uh, what's the name of the manager? Um, it'll either be uh, Sam, Olivia, or Grace. Ah, very nice. And uh, an autonomous collective. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right, Alex. Hey, we appreciate you asking. And you're a real mensch. No worries. Thank you, bro. Listen Thanks to War Free Lunch Podcast. Have a good one. All right, so that's not a no, but it's definitely uh we're not that thrilled with it. Yeah, I think that's a follow-up. I think that's a follow-up. I reckon, mm -hmm. I reckon next week we mm -hmm. try Cal and Moon again. Okay. And if the manager's not in, we'll call twice. All right, we're doing it. This is a trilogy now. Is it a, well, a part two? Is it illegal to pretend we're from a charity? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I still think the game is. It has to be us. We can't be like, hey, what's going on? I'm Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Like, it has to still be us. Do you have an ice cream uh, called Motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, hey, well, you know what? We shot our shot, and mm. I think we're going to shoot this load again. Mm -hmm. All right, shall we? Let's do it. Love ya. Love you, everybody. Bye.